Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Knowing how to cope with being a single mom because it can be hard. So many single mothers are conflicted, thus leading to single mom guilt. They want to be good mothers, but then they spread themselves so thin that they all of a sudden feel guilty they cannot be any and everything to their child. Before we continue, the first thing I want you to know as a single mom who is facing single mom guilt is that you need to realize your limitations as a human being and be completely okay with it. You are not superwoman, you are not wonder woman, and you cannot do everything and be everywhere. Say it, accept it, and move on. There are some two-parent households that is struggling. So as a single mom, if your everyday life is not filled with lollipops and gumdrops, and you just want to sit in the middle of the floor and take a nap or even cry because you are so overwhelmed, realize that it is okay. You are only human, and perfection does not exist anywhere with anyone. Once you allow yourself to be okay with your own shortcomings, that is when you can cope more effectively as a single mom. Check out my video below where I talk to my son on what it's like to be raised by a single mom with no dad. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking here. Number one, what is a good mother anyway? You came to this post because you want to know how to cope with being a single mother without feeling guilty. But I want to ask you, what is coping and how do you know that you're not doing it right? Do you have a picture in your mind on what you think a good mother is? And if you do, think to yourself, is that personally really a real representation of a good mother? Or is it some persona that you created in your head of some super mom that no one could ever live up to? Now that you've gotten this vision of Mary Poppins in your head, actually think about how many people are actually good mothers according to the Martha Stewart definition. Sad to say that the mothers I just mentioned is a type of mother that you and probably other mothers are sitting around comparing themselves to and she does not exist. The type of mother that they are comparing themselves to is a mother who eats all organic food and makes her children eat all veggies all day and her home could be a feature in the better homes and gardens. While you are stuck feeding your kids pizza, you have piled up clothes and your home may just qualify on the next season of Hoarders. I'm not giving you permission to be a hoarder, but I am giving you permission to give yourself a break. Who is the perfect mom anyway? The house and the food that you feed your children. There is some hungry and homeless child that would be dying to eat the food and live in the home that, that you are complaining about. Most two-parent mothers do not meet the expectation, let alone single mothers. So when you think about it, are you really living in reality when it comes to the type of mother you think you should be? Because you compare yourself to this so-called good mom, you're creating more stress for yourself because you cannot become her. In fact, most mothers cannot become her. The reality of the situation is that the perfect mother does not exist, and if you are so busy comparing yourself to someone who is not real, then you're always going to have trouble coping as a single mom, because you are trying to inspire to an invisible level of perfection that you think a single mom should have. Once again, I'm going to give you permission to be human. I'm going to give you my definition of what a good mother is to me. A good mother in my eyes is any mother who feeds her kids every day, has a home for them to sleep in, and keeps them alive. If you are meeting these goals every day, then I think you're doing pretty good because there are mothers in the world that are not even able to do that. I hope that when you look at it that way, that you will give yourself a break on your own shortcomings as a single mom because a single mom is not without its struggles. Lord knows I have had mine. You can watch the video below on when I was a broke, struggling single mom and how I dealt with it. Number two, stop doing the most. 
The main reason why you have single mom guilt is that you are doing the most, meaning that as a single mom, you may be trying to overcompensate and working yourself like a slave trying to keep up. Instead of accepting the reality that you cannot be everywhere at once, you choose to do the most, go above and beyond to impossible levels, just trying to prove yourself to be the absolute perfect mother, to show other moms that just because you are a single mom, that does not mean you can't keep up. Or that you can't do everything because in your mind you feel that you have failed to give your child the traditional family anyway. So you are going to be that traditional family and take on the impossible task just to prove to your child that their family is no different from anyone else. Carpool on Monday, soccer on Tuesday, PTA on Wednesday, playdates on Thursday, classroom volunteer time on Friday. Then on the weekends you have to invite over the entire class over for a sleepover, cook an entire meal for them, and make sure that you have a pre-selected of age-appropriate movies for them to watch throughout the entire evening. And an hour before bed, you pop in to give them an an organic snack. Stop playing. This is doing the most. And then you wonder why you are worn out. So now you have to go above and beyond because Lord knows that if you somehow fail to do everything right as a mother, according to the parenting handbook of life, then your child will somehow grow up and be a defective human being. So you run yourself into the ground, trying to do and be everything for your child to prove that you are not a defective mother just because you are a single mother. And this type of running around and doing the most leads to you feeling frustrated because eventually you will run on empty. No one can keep up with this type of stuff. Unless you are Jesus himself, you cannot do and be everything for everyone. Like so many mothers, I used to try to find every way that I could to be the perfect mother, put my kid in everything, do everything and try to be everywhere. When I realized I could not do that because it was physically impossible, then I would just choose when to put on my perfect mother front, which of course I only did when I was around other people, lest they judge me. But then I stopped doing the most. I took time out for myself. If I did not want to run to a thousand sports practices every week, I would allow myself to skip taking my son to practice on Saturday because I wanted to sleep in from having a hard work week. I decided that I needed that time to recharge my battery. I needed time to do something for myself and I needed time to have some time to think for myself. Me doing the most in my son's life was only leading to my own frustration. Number three, stop comparing yourself. When I looked at other mothers doing things I can't do or do not have the time for, instead of having mom guilt and irrationally beating myself up, thinking to myself, why can't I be more like that? Instead, I say good for them and then I come back to reality. The reality of the situation is that I'm not like other moms. I do not have the same life as other families. I do not like to cook. I do not like to spend a large amount of time doing Pinterest activities. I do not have a man or a husband helping. I do not like to clean, and I cannot even afford a maid to do it all for me. But even if you are the type of mother that likes to do these things, then great for you. It goes to show how mothers are different. In fact, no two mothers are the same. No two mothers enjoy the same things, and instead of giving each other mom guilt over it, Just accept it and move on. When you choose to accept your differences, then you stop putting unrealistic expectations on yourself. Accept your life, situation, and who you are as a mom. But once you do that, you will do a way better job of learning how to cope with being a single mom because you have stopped trying to chase after what other moms have. Instead, you choose to be yourself and develop yourself into the type of mom you want to be, not trying to develop yourself into Susie Homemaker down the street. Number four. Before I get into this, I want you to check out a series that I did on single moms raising a son where I featured a very successful man who was raised by a single mom. Point being, your child is not doomed. There's no perfect mother. I don't care how much their Instagram feed tells you otherwise. 
And if you somehow fall short, then you do not need to have mom guilt and feel that you are failing at raising your children. Because who are you comparing yourself to? Another mother that is also imperfect as we all are? No matter how many mistakes you make, or no matter how different you are from Susie the homemaker down the street, your child is probably not going to grow up to be a serial killer because you did not follow the How to Be a Good Mom 101 Parenting Handbook. And despite what people say, even as a single mom, you can raise a man. Click the link in the blog post below to see more on that. And as a single mom raising a boy, I'm 100% confident that my son will be just fine. He's not going to be sitting somewhere in a psychiatric facility for his entire adulthood talking about his daddy issues. The fact of the matter is, is there are plenty of men and women who were raised by single mothers and they're doing just fine. I'm included in that statistic. So calm down, thinking that if you have made one wrong move as a single mom, your child is doomed and they're never going to grow up to be a productive human being. You do need to be a mother and a parent, of course, but why are you having trouble coping is because you need to calm down and not think because you have a breakdown or two as a single mom or you do not have the ability to do everything on your own is that your child is doomed. That is simply not true. Number five, I'm not perfect. In case you have not gotten my drift, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And it's okay. Once I realized this, my mind was more settled because I realized that I am who I am and I'll be who I'll be. Therefore, for your convenience, I'll list all my shortcomings that other mothers have given me the side eye for. There's no shame in my game, so here we are. I've never been the type of mother who goes on playdates. When my son's school has an evening event for a fundraiser at his school, I cannot say that I always go or contribute. I do not volunteer my son's classroom. When my son sends home a hundred papers talking about God knows what, oftentimes I throw them away without even reading them. I do not always iron my son's clothes. I opt for the wrinkle-free setting in the dryer. During the summer, I do not have my son read endlessly every recommended summer reading book. I play video games with my son, some that are rated above his age level, and I roughhouse with him. My son is a picky eater, and I often cater to his diet by giving him what he wants so I do not have to hear his mouth. Do these things make me a bad mother? Maybe to some people, but let me tell you what these do provide. A peace of mind. The ability to allow me to cope as a single mom because I do not feel obligated to do anything as a single mom that I do not want to do or I do not have time to do. These things do not mean I'm a bad mom, nor does it mean I'm raising my child wrong. It means that I'm doing what I have to do as a single mom to survive. And if I'm okay mental health-wise, then that helps me be better for my child. My final thoughts is that it, your main responsibility as a parent is to raise your child to be the, to the best of your ability. Make sure they're a good person and give them the tools they need to make it successfully through life. The only option about your motherhood technique that you have to care about is your own. If you are satisfied with how you are as a mother, how you're raising your child, then nothing else matters. You are coping successfully as a mom. Let go of the idea of perfection of what you should be doing and where you are falling short. Allow yourself to be you, even if that means you're not perfect. Give yourself a break for where you fall short because we all do. You make mistakes and then you learn from them. I have stopped trying to impose perfect parenting on myself because it does not exist. I recommend every one of you mothers out there do the same. So single moms out there, from single mom to single mom, please, no more mom guilt. You already have enough to deal with without making yourself feel bad. Once you let go of some of the expectations of what you should be doing as a single mom, you will learn how to deal with your single motherhood a lot better. If you know a fellow single mom that is suffering mom guilt, do not let her suffer in silence. Share this post with her and help her out. Sharing is caring. And last but not least, if you're a single mom, then you need to get my book. You can click the link at the bottom of the blog post to get it, or you can click the secondary link in the blog post and I'll send you a few chapters for free.